Did you know that 71% of the people that watch Matthew Kelly's videos are not subscribers? That makes no sense. We need to change that. Subscribe today. Hit that subscribe button, smash that like button, and turn on those notifications so you never miss out on another great video ever again. The saint we are exploring today in the book and in our time together is uh, St. Francis of Assisi. He's one of the most popular saints in history, um, and he teaches us a very powerful lesson. I, I think it's a lesson that all of the saints teach us, but perhaps none teach us this lesson more powerfully than Francis. And, and it's the idea that there's nothing more attractive than holiness. It's when we really try to create holy moments in our lives, it's something that's incredibly attractive. And, and not just to Catholics. Yes, Francis is one of the great Catholic saints. Um, and loved uh, by Catholics around the world in, in all countries and cultures. But what's really powerful is that Francis is loved by non-Catholics. Francis is loved by men and women of other faiths, and Francis is, is loved and respected by men and women of no faith. And, and so he teaches us sort of the universality of the attractiveness of walking with God, of, of listening to the voice of God in our lives and trying however we can, however imperfectly, to, to put that into effect in our lives and in the world. You know, the life of Francis as a saint, the, the, the great turning point, the, the great new beginning, the great fresh start came from a really profound dissatisfaction with his life. You know, he had a great life. You know, he didn't want for things. Um, his family wasn't super wealthy, but they weren't super poor. He, he had things, he had experiences, he had opportunities, he was popular. He had a good life. And in the midst of that, he had a real emptiness. He was aware, had this emotional intelligence, this spiritual awareness that, okay, all of this has gone really well, why do I still feel like this inside? Why do I still feel empty? Why do I still feel like something really important is missing? Not just that something's missing, but something really important is missing. And so he sort of focused in on this dissatisfaction and began to ask, all right, what does that mean? I've got this dissatisfaction. What is it that it means? And so I think the question he raises for us and the lesson he comes to teach us is that God is speaking to us through our dissatisfaction. What is it that you are dissatisfied with at this time in your life? And what is God saying to you through that dissatisfaction? And when you become aware of that dissatisfaction or when you you have a moment where you really encounter that dissatisfaction and it really gets to you. What is God saying? What is he calling you to think differently, do differently? What's he saying through that dissatisfaction? And we're not going to work that out in five minutes. It's an invitation into the classroom of silence. Might be an invitation Go out into the desert like Jesus to find a quiet place for a little bit longer than you usually spend in your daily prayer. And to really lay that dissatisfaction before God and say, hey God, 
I'm open. Talk to me. What are you saying to me here? Of course, you know, when Francis went and made himself available to God, he heard God speaking to him and he heard God saying to him, Francis, rebuild my church. As you can see, it's in ruins. I think all of us who are interested in the spiritual journey hear God saying the same thing to us. The very reason we're having this communication today is because myself and people here and thousands of people out there have heard God say the same thing to them. I have heard God say to them, rebuild my church as you can see it's in ruins. And there's lots of things we can't do, but there are lots of things we can do because God is saying to us something profound through our dissatisfaction. You may have dissatisfaction with certain parts of your life. And I think we all have dissatisfactions with certain parts of our spirituality. And I think we all have dissatisfaction with certain parts of the church and our experience of that church. And it's not for somebody else to fix that for us. It's for you and me to get involved and to do something about that. And so we may not be able to change the whole thing, but it's amazing if we all get together and decide, okay, we're gonna do something about this. It's amazing what we can accomplish. And so when you go into your time of prayer today, to really reflect upon, you know, what is it that you're dissatisfied with in your life? And what is God saying to you through that dissatisfaction?